Assalamualaikum and hi everyone. Welcome to our Quran journey where we explore the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and Tadabur. Our reflections are guided by the resources from various medium as well as lessons from qualified asatizas. All of our discussions are based on our individual reflections which include our experiences and references. So Alhamdulillah for allowing us to come together again with all new episodes for our Quran journey. We have slightly tweaked our podcast format to better suit our content, but fret not, we will still be doing the same stuff. And we have also reached our second year of our Quran journey. So Alhamdulillah for this opportunity to continue sharing what we have learned with you, our dear followers. Your supports have been, mashallah, and have spurred us to continue sharing on our platforms. Since it is the first episode of the new year and also our anniversary, let's do a reintroduction of the Our Quran Journey team. So let's start off with myself. I am Rafida, 35 years old and married. My current interests include baking, uh, specifically bread making, cooking and plants. So my hope for Our Quran Journey is that we will continue churning out easily digestible content for those wanting to learn about Islam. I hope that our content will motivate you to seek further knowledge with accredited educators. Rap, how to be your intro? <laughs> okay, assalamualaikum everyone. I'm Farah. I'm 31 years old. Um, I have a day job and I uh, will not say why it is. <laughs> I have two kids and... Um, some of my interests include um, hoarding books. Uh, I will eventually get to read it. Um, finding recipes to cook. Um, Five-minute dinners every day. <laughs> and learning more about um, how to parent uh, my kids without, um, without generational trauma um, getting in the way also. So yeah, my hopes for um, our current journey is to have uh, like rough, more, more relatable contents, um, uh, easier to, to digest and nothing. I mean, um, when we talk about sacred knowledge, it really can get heavy sometimes. So um, hopefully when we uh, relay it, it will be um, easier to understand. Okay, Assalamualaikum. Hi, um, I'm Nadia. I'm 32 years old. Um, don't really have any interests, but um, because I have my hands full with my one year plus old daughter. Um, but yeah, in in my free, I mean, I try to, I do try to squeeze in like in between some reading, like Farah, buy a lot of books, but <laughs> not reading them. Um, and my hope for our Quran journey is that we inspire others uh, to be better Muslim, Muslimas, um, and also for ourselves. Um, in if not uh, in a big way, in a small way, yeah. Assalamualaikum, everyone. I'm Ain. I'm thirty four years old. I'm a mother of one. Uh, my interest. Uh, TikTok and many more TikTok. Uh, so like uh, all others, I don't contribute much. Uh, 
I I just consume a lot of uh, media, and I think consuming this media is not really good for me. So this is an outlet for me to, uh, I I am consume. I'm trying to uh, consume healthy, uh, content. Uh, make sure that I don't get bogged down by all the, uh, all the TikTok drama. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Merita. I'm 34 and married with two kids. I, I work around flowers in the day, but I'm not a florist. Um, my hopes for OQJ is that with each episode, uh, you and me can benefit and take away something useful to help us in our dunya and akira. Wow, it seems that everyone, I think everyone has shares the same goal for OQJ and also for ourselves. So with this reintroduction or rather with this introduction, um, I think we can also hear, you know, um, that we we have we, we have quite great hopes for OQJ, but inshallah, um achievable. Um, so, which brings us to today's topic about um, our hijra journey. So, you know, since it's our first episode, right? So, why not? You know, we reflect on our hijra journey. You know how we came, you know how we came to this, and our experience, and also, you know, what what we hope for our future selves. Yeah. So, um, when when it comes to hijra, I think most people um, have the idea that. Um, hijra is generally, you know, putting on the hijab and, you know, that's hijra. But, you know, um, when we talk about transforming oneself, uh, there's more to it, you know, apart from our, apart from our, um, our attire, you know, it also includes, you know, the way we behave, the way we speak and also what's in our hearts. Yeah. So maybe, you know, if we can reflect on our hijra journey, um, like for me, um, my hijra journey started because, you know, I felt this, um, some sort of emptiness and, you know, it was the beginning of my on and off existential crisis. Um, you know, I'm forever having existential crisis, especially when I reach my thirties. Um, just, a, just a, just a bit of warning to all who have not reached their thirties, you know, it will, it, it will, it will get a bit more intense <laughs> as the years go, but yeah. So actually, I started questioning my directions in life. Uh, it also happened to coincide uh, with the crisis in my family, my own family. So thus, you know, I looked to Allah for answers. Um, there were challenges along the way, uh, major and minor. Uh, they come and go, but um, they, will, they will still be there, these challenges. Um, you know, it can come in all sorts, in, in all forms, like laziness or, you know, you know, with my behavior being unbecoming. Yeah, so perhaps um, maybe we can hear from the rest about their hijra journey. Yeah, um, like Ralph see, um, before this, I always thought your hijra is just about starting to wear the hijab. But um, after some reading and, you know, coming across some social media posts, um, hijra is not just about the hijab. Is about your spirituality also. So for me, um, I think it stems from like when I was younger and then like um, I see a lot of things happening around the world and then you get scared because like, you think the world's going to end and you need to, um, you need to, for example, learn how to pray. So that's when I started um, 
um, I started taking religion more seriously. And I think um, for me, it really, I really started to like want to read the Quran and all that when I um, had a friend in my own workplace. Um, somehow, um, she didn't say anything or do anything, but I think just being around her actually influenced me to, to better myself and to actually um, think more about the Ahira and like, you know, um, start praying and um, start to learn how to read the Quran and look for a um, Ustazah to learn how to read the Quran. Yeah. So I think um, friends important part. Then uh, from there, um, uh, besides her, I have like you guys when uh, Farah and Marita right, suggested that we started OQG. So yeah. Um, and I think he's right. It's like a con. It's a. It's a. It's never ending. You are. It's like a constant. You are always needing to. Um, it, it's not just like once it's not just uh, one step thing or like you know you do it once and it's done it's a constant thing that you will have to go through and like Ralph said that you know you there's some things in life that will that you will face obstacles and all that but um, you have to and, and there, there are some times whereby you know you will fall back and all that, but you will always come back. At the end of the day, you come back to Allah. Yeah. Similarly for myself, um, for me, I mostly began like wearing the hijab when uh, I had my first child. Shortly after I had my first child. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's more of trying to be a good role model for her. And... Also, partly is to um, not let my husband get a lot of dosa, right? If I never don the hijab. Yeah, so it started from there. And of course, there are challenges uh, along the way. Like mostly, uh, mostly inwards. Not, not, not from anybody else, but for myself. Uh, the challenge was like... Uh, not to just wear the hijab and not pray, not pray five times a day, you know. Uh, so the challenge for me was to be consistent in my ibadah and uh, also to, like Raf said, to take note of my behavior and to be a better Muslimah in that sense. So what helped in my journey is, of course, uh, my friends like you guys. Uh, that uh, is always an inspiration to see like Farah, Raf go for classes, uh, read, uh, buy books to read about uh, Islam and everything. So yeah, hopefully one day I will <laughs> have, the, have the, the, the time, the passion, the, uh, the drive to go and seek this knowledge. Yeah, inshallah. <laughs> uh, I guess... Ultimately, is to be a good role model to um, my children. I have two now, so uh, I hope that when they see me, they, they want to be like me and grow up to be a, a anak soleh, uh, to do good for their community and to, to be, 
how to say to be uh, taat to Allah lah. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Buying books is one thing. Whether we read, start reading, or be consistent with the reading is another. <laughs> okay, so for me, um, same lah. Like Mita, it was also after, like I had my first child Arif, and then like I, I really wanted to to teach him stuff and then like I realized that I didn't really know even the simplest basics yeah I know how to solve that but like when it comes to matters of like faith akidah and all that like there are of course there are books that we can read to them but I that, but beyond those books we also need to have um, knowledge ourselves in order to to explain to them because they will definitely ask questions or even when you read to them when they're young they may not ask questions but later they will so it's better to prepare first then when they have questions and you're ready so yeah and then I also like like rough I also felt like like really empty like what what am I doing with my life like 28 years of doing nothing not not going to a single class like yeah I go occasionally but then after that I would just you know not really put it to um, not really put it to practice and then um also uh, I, I put on a hijab actually on, on on my son's first birthday i think um i decided like if it's now or never i could not possibly like delay anymore because like what's the point of delaying it's it's a command of allah and i i i used to i used to have this like this is really bad thought like um if somebody does bad things like what's the point of wearing tudung and then when i put on the tudung and then i like um went to all these classes and I realized that it's actually one of the the like one of the fart la, like 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 um when you when you pray and you fast it's the same thing you're supposed to to cover yourselves up whatever you do after that is totally on you and then yeah I started to go for classes and and then um it just like snowballed from there and then it was it in a sense it was addictive um for lack of a better word because in every single class I will learn something that will make, um, like will make me in awe of our creator. Like um, there were a lot lah. Um, like uh, our, uh, Allah's mercy towards us and how um, we will not enter Jannah um, unless it's by Allah's mercy and all those things. It's it's really a lot of things to learn and like for the past um, almost two years. It's you know almost three years. No, sorry. For the past um, two years, it has been consistently like that. Like I, I've always found, like uh, I've always learned um, something amazing in every class. So um, I, I really like that feeling, and yeah, it helped me to stay consistent with um, uh, my hijab. And also, like Nat say, um, hijab goes beyond wearing the hijab. And then I happened to also watch this. Um, last time Nilofa had this. Um, this talk show and she was talking to Miss Nina. Um they did they, they did touch on on like why some influencers um uh, like decided to to take off their hijab after a few years and um they chalked it up to not uh not learning the sacred knowledge enough like not spending time to um learn the sacred knowledge um because the more knowledge you have the more you're in awe of your creator the more you want to do things to please him so it's a chain reaction that um, you cannot have one without the other. You cannot simply just put on the hijab and think that's it. That's the end of my journey. It's not. You still have to um, 
study and learn some more. Even if you think that you've already um like when you're younger, you already had like um Islamic education. I think there is always still room to learn because even on Wednesday's class that me and Ralph attends, there are some Asatizas who attend together with us also. So the learning really truly never stops. So yeah, I mean that uh, uh, my hijab journey also it wasn't say like the easiest thing in, like you see me attending classes and like buying books to read there were some parts of it where I completely stopped doing everything like my iman was at an all-time low and I was just doing the bare basics and then until someday it just picked up back and then I see some motivation from like friends who like oh reading this uh, book or attending this, attending this very interesting class so when when my Iman dates, I, I try to do, yeah, I do the bare basics. And then I try to find books or I try to find materials or classes that, that will help me to revive back um, to where I was. And I uh, I remember very vividly um, 2020, um, Singapore was having the circuit breaker and it, it was also during Ramadan. It was one of the best Ramadans I had. I think I, I said it before, like it was just purely focused on Ibadah, nothing else. So I hold that to a very high standard and I hope to reach that again. <laughs> like really soon because Ramadan is really coming so yeah how, what, what do you guys do when like your Iman dips and you find yourself just doing things out of like uh, like like motion like your body knows the motions of Salat and and then you just do it without putting meaning to it I think for me it helps to surround myself with like-minded people um friends with the same uh, friends, basically anyone with the same uh, intention um, and purpose, um, you know, when it comes to seeking uh, knowledge or even, you know, um, being uh, returning to returning to the path. Um, it also helps that um, you have people to remind you. It can be something as simple as, have you done your solat? That kind of thing, you know. Uh, we take it for granted that our phones have that we have easy access to the solid timing through the widgets, you know. Uh, you know what's the solid timing for the day and all that. But sometimes, especially when we are in the midst of our work, we tend to forget that you know, oh, the time is already here for us to 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 do to perform our solar. Um, so I think it really helped you know, when that we have people constantly reminding us, not only for solar, you know, but for other, for other things, you know, hey, have, you know, um, maybe, maybe even for, you know, having buddies to, you know, to, to attend classes with, um, I think that really helps. Um, and I think most importantly, uh, is a dua that, that one makes, because I think sometimes, especially, you know, at night, um, sometimes I really want to do the, the tahajud prayers, but I'm afraid that I might not be able to wake up because most times I will not be able to wake up at, you know, in the wee hours. But I think, uh, but the times that I ask Allah for help, I tell him that, you know, um, oh, oh, oh Allah, um, I would really like to perform my tahajud prayers tonight. Um, you know, could you please nudge me, you know, at, you know, um, when the time comes. And Alhamdulillah, you know, it never fails that I automatically get up to do my prayers and I don't feel tired at all, despite, you know, having only maybe five hours of sleep then. Yeah. So I think it really helps. And, you know, I just want to share that, you know, there is a verse in the, uh, of a surah in the Quran that always remind me of Allah's mercy in nudging us back to the right path. 
um, he found you lost and guided you, which is from Surah Aduha, uh, verse 7, um, which I find to be profoundly beautiful um, because Allah's mercy and love is so great that he guides us and shows us the way to the right path. You know, despite all our sins um, in this world, um, you know, we, you know, we are so addicted to, to all the worldly, you know, the, the world, the worldly stuff. Sometimes we forget about him, but you know, he, he is never tired or, you know, never ever has never ever given up, given up on us that he has this mercy to, you know, to just bring us back despite ourselves feeling so many times, you know, to remember him, he, um, you know, he, he, he brings us back to that path. So, yeah, so I think for me that, that that's one of the things that really help. Um, like Raf, um, I go through phases also. I think everybody goes through phases. Um, and usually what brings me back is um when I, you know, you have to fight, like fight the demon in you, <laughs> fight the shaitan in you. So you um there are some days where uh, I really cannot get up, but you just got to force yourself. And then, yes, sometimes it feels like just a routine, but I think um, if you are able to tell yourself that you do it, um, it's you're doing it for Allah. It's that even though you know you are dreading it, but uh, you, I think for example, like pray, you you drag yourself out of it. For example, for fajr, and then you force yourself to pray. So at the end of the day, yes, you are forcing yourself, and um, you might take it as a routine but you're still doing it. And I've learned that. Um, um, so I was reading this book, which is like not about, it's not an Islamic book, basically about uh, making time. So what they say is that um, have a highlight for your day. So it can be something simple. So what I did is like to make prayers a highlight of your day. So for me, it's like, okay, if I manage to pray five times a day, if I manage to squeeze in all five prayers, that is the highlight of my day. Um, yeah, so I take the small wins because sometimes, you know, you're really tired from looking after your child or, you know, your family commitments. So you celebrate the small wins. Um, like Farah posted the other day, um, something about like, um, it doesn't need to be big. It, um, it can be small, small, small things. You know, if you really can't manage big stuff, start off small so that it will motivate you. So, and it helps that I have friends like you guys, who, you know, when I see you guys sharing about how you attend classes and all that, um, it motivates me a little. And I will, um, and I just started back on my EA plus. And I realized that when I um, listen to those things, instead of going to Netflix or, you know, instead of listening to music, I listen to ZK. It actually helps me to um, steal myself to the right path yeah yeah so like for me if i if my iman feels low i i will so like then i will just make doa like dear Allah, please uh, let me continue with my istiqomah yeah because like if allah lets you uh, speak those words of doa it, he's he's already granting you that yeah so inshallah that's what i do lah I think one of the things that helps me um, 
I I haven't been listening to music on Spotify for for a while. I I think I just got a bit a bit tired of the music lah. But um, I've been listening to quite a number of um Islamic related podcasts, um, which I think for for us when we are doing our work, I, I'm 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 sure it's not applicable for all because something sometimes. They mean um there are some people who may not be able to multitask you know listening to someone speaking you know at the background while doing work but um while listening to sometimes while doing my work I listen to some of these podcasts and you know it makes me um that there are times that it actually makes me stop to think about uh what they are sharing and all because I think if you ask me if I were if you were to make me just sit and listen to the podcast I don't think I'm the kind to to do that. Um, my my attention span is actually pretty short, um, so I multitask, you know, while doing my work, and then um, I listen to this podcast. I find that it helps um, with me, you know, learning something new. And of course, I think I, I think similarly, like Farah, you know, whenever I learn something new in a class, you know, I I feel I feel great about it. Like I, you know, I I always tell myself that you know, there's just so much of knowledge in this world, in this vast universe that I do not know of, you know, that um, Allah's, um, you know, that there's just so much to this world that what I'm learning, what I, what I know is actually just a very minute amount. So, you know, so it's never, you know, um, it's never too late for us to learn something new, you know. Um, I think the pursuit of learning is always encouraged in Islam. Yeah, the more you, the more you think, you know, you actually know, the more, the more you, the more you learn, the more you feel like you don't know a lot of things after all. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, talking about music, right? I recently only started listening to music because someone like asked me, Chum, uh, oh, you stopped listening to music. Right? I'm like, yeah. And then, like, it was also that after you hijra and then you go for classes and then you realize there are so many, uh, like the knowledge is vast and you're trying to be a better Muslimah. And then how, how do you... It was also a question of how do you maintain that um, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, moderateness instead of going to extreme ends. Like there are some people like me who like have no knowledge, no prior knowledge, and then we start learning, and then suddenly we go to the extreme ends of it. So yeah, that's that's a that's a, a cause for concern to um like how do you how do you not be so extreme um in trying to be a good Muslim when I think Fadila, Fadila Wahid did uh, write about this before like when she when she uh, uh, first did her hijra she was quite extremist in her views like oh, why are they doing this don't they know this is haram this is sinful so um, there were times when I found myself doing that and then like Astaghfirullah like what am I doing I was once there like I should stop judging people and yeah and she eventually learned that like you know it, it, you could um Simply just make dua for them, and and also I think you need to know yourself, uh, Like <laughs> you, you need to maintain that moderate, um, the moderateness, and not, and also not do things to, like um, like why lah, <laughs> listen back to music just because I don't want people to see me as, um, extreme in that sense. So yeah, it is, uh, yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> I think for me, when it comes to uh moderation, right? I think, um. It goes back to it always goes back to this lah. Um, too much of something is bad. Uh, I mean, okay. So for I think when it comes to religion, I think if it comes to a point when we start 
to criticize others thinking that we are greater than them because of our hijrah or because of our because of our iman then i think that is wrong um i think that that's that's a point where we need to stop ourselves and you know and ask you know whether what we are doing is actually right whether what we are doing is actually what allah um uh, would accept whether Allah will radar with us, you know, when we do such things. So I think as long as, you know, what we are engaging in is not sinful, um, is not against um, uh, Allah's commands, and we it, it doesn't take away our, our attention and our love for Allah, then I think, personally for me, I think it's perfectly fine. You know, I think um, listening to music, you know, some music, once in a while it's okay, but as long as the music is not you know, it's not gangster rap, that kind of thing, you know, gangster rap, or have um, un- undesirable sexual connotations to it, I-, I think it's still fine, you know, there are some music that, let's say, if you are listening to maybe, um, I don't know, maybe some jazz, or, you know, some songs actually have good, um, have good message behind them, I think that's fine, but, you know, let's say, if you are listening to, yeah, I mean, I confess, you know, I listen to some you know some rock some heavy metal you know it can you know it can get a bit um i would say it's unbecoming of a muslim but i mean it's once in a while i listen to them but i don't believe in the lyrics you know um yeah so i think definitely that moderation is key when it comes to such things as long as we don't um criticize others i think we don't we don't think lowly of others you know we we have to remember that you know we ourselves have so much more to improve on i think we should be focusing on improving ourselves first than you know than than focusing on others uh, you know it's a reminder to myself uh, as well i agree with prof um i think uh, moderation is key because like um i i but I, I feel for myself like I am not doing enough. So when I'm not doing enough, I just try to compensate by, for example, um, instead of watching Netflix, I will watch, um, I will catch up on my classes that uh, I'm supposed to attend, so which I didn't have time to attend, so I'll catch up on those. Or I will try to, um, actually, Recently, I started playing ZK in the car because of my daughter. Like she, sometimes she will just cry in her seat, and then I um I'll be when I'm driving, I get very agitated on the road. So actually, the ZK helps that, and because I'm like constantly thinking I'm gonna be late for work, I'm gonna be late sending my daughter to school. But then with the ZK, it actually tells me that you know what, Allah will get you there in time. It's um that you don't need to worry about being late for work or you know that the heat traffic will be heavy and all that. Yeah, of course you need to worry that if you come out late and all that, but if you have prepared the day before and you know, all of, at the end of the day is in Allah's hands that you got to trust him that, you know, he will get you there. I think the ZK really helps. Huh? Like for me, <clears throat> um, Mondays and Fridays are the peak of my work. Um, and I always get very agitated on those days, especially um, until I realized, until I started listening uh, to a ZK playlist on Spotify. That is specifically a playlist called ZK Penenang Hati or ZK to Soothe the Heart, which I listened to. I started listening to. I, I, I mean, eventually, I also started memorizing through, you know, through by by year. Um, 
I it really does help in calming me down. Uh, I mean, apart from apart from listening to it, I think it's also good to internalize. Um, it helps to internalize um, the recitations um, of the zikir. I mean, this is proven to be true when I check my heart rate on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my, my heart rate will increase and then I eventually decrease. Also, of course, I think um, it does help. La. I mean, the fact that, you know, I take a break and then um, to, you know, to really, uh, to really calm myself down and internalize the, the recitation and recite myself, the zikir, it really does help in calming my nerves and all that. Yeah, so there are various ways I believe for everyone, you know, to, you know, to, to get by their day, to do things and whatnot. Yeah. Well, we're at the topic of moderation. I found like two hadith. Um, actually, I listened to them um, during class now when, when I was talking about like moderation also. Um, one of it is in Riyadh Solihin, uh, 142. Um, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her reported. The Prophet وسلم, came in when a woman was sitting beside me. He asked me, Who is she? I said, She is one of those, sorry, she is one whose performance of salat has become the talk of the town. Addressing her, he وسلم, said, What is this? You are required to take upon yourselves only what can carry out easily. By Allah, Allah does not withhold his mercy and forgiveness of you until you neglect and give up good works. Allah likes the deeds best which a worshipper can carry out constantly. And the second one is um, also narrated by Aisha. Um, the Prophet wasallam was asked what deeds are loved most by Allah. He said the most regular constant deeds even though they may be few. He added don't take upon yourselves except the deeds which are within your ability um, in Sahih al-Bukhari uh, 6465. So yeah, I think um, there are two hadiths on like moderately doing your, your ibadah. So I think, um, I mean, sometimes we hear uh, when, when we are in classes, we hear um, all the Habibs and the Sheikhs, they, 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 they really like spend the night in prayer or, or how um, Sayyidina, um, I think Sayyidina Uthman or Umar, he spent, uh, he, he read the entire Quran in one rakat. Um, those are like next level things. <laughs> I think we should always endeavor to, to like what Nat says, um, like finish our small goals first, like celebrate our small wins. And then through small consistent um, deeds, we can uh, make, get ourselves closer to Allah. Yeah, so <clears throat> I mean, when it comes to... Uh you know, uh, getting in, you know, doing things in uh, moderation. Um, you know, we, I, I think like what um, Farah and Nat also mentioned, you know, we, we celebrate the small wins, you know, um, but we also, and, in, and then we also, I think we have to remember that, you know, that there are other ways, you know, that we, we do ibadah, you know, we, we do worship. Uh, it's not. It's not only um, the solat. I mean, solat is. <clears throat> I mean, we are commanded to solat. It's Allah's commandment, you know. But there are other also uh, other uh, worship acts of worship that we can um, that we can do to supplement um, the the main worship the the main pillars of worship that we feel that we may be lacking in 
you know like serving our family you know even um let's say you know let's say if we can um if we can read <clears throat> we can read uh several pages of the quran maybe we even reading one page of the quran you know um is sufficient uh you know so no while we are on this topic you know um what are the improvements um what improvements do you think uh you want to see um in yourself um as you continue in your journey of transformation or hijra um like for me um i think one of the improvements that i want to see in myself is to be more steadfast in my worship to allah uh, and of course um be less angsty uh and you know be kinder uh to myself <clears throat> you know and but how do i achieve um you know how do i go about um you know going about to seek this improvement um i think it is um i think one of it is to seek help um whenever i'm lost uh, i think you know seek help be for be it from allah or from you know from 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 the people who you know who have been on who are on on the same path you know um as me you know and be consistent in attaining the knowledge you know by by having bodies to do this together is actually a plus point and i think it is important for us to acknowledge that it is okay for us to sleep slip not not sleep okay uh to sleep uh and you know to sleep from from the path uh you know we just remember we have to get back up and uh return to allah yep i like raf um i think i hope to be more consistent because i usually start off with a lot of um motivation and then halfway that motivation will just die down So yeah, I think for me it's like maintaining maintaining consistency, um, to achieve my goals, and um, yeah, I I'm glad I do have friends to keep me, um, to keep me motivated. So yeah, um, I think it's great that whenever you guys share stuff on Instagram, and I come across all those um quotes and all that, I feel that it. It helps to motivate me to stay consistent when I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be more mindful. Uh, in my worship, like when, especially when I pray, because like I want to understand like exactly why I'm reading, or uh, when I'm reading it, especially like Surah Fatiha. We start from that. Like, uh, we need to internalize the meaning. Uh, so because I find that like when we, uh, when we just read. And we don't know the meaning. It tends to become like just the motions because like it's already like you already memorized it, and then you memorize the motions, and then for me lah, it just becomes motions. So yeah, I want to be more mindful in my ibadah. I want to put more meaning to it. Um, I think the focus is just on solah this year since it's like one of the most important things. Um, because like you know, if if um you feel in like this part of your life then uh it's not it's not going to be easy during ahira i think for me how to improve myself is to try to cut down on social media like there's a lot of rubbish there 
that is not beneficial like Netflix and whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, yeah, to cut down on that and uh, spend more time on uh, seeking knowledge lah. Yeah. And I think before we end off our discussion, um, do you have any, um, I don't know, maybe words of motivation or encouragement for those struggling? Don't worry, you're not alone. We're all struggling too, <laughs> together. Yeah, take it day by day. Yeah, yeah that's my advice. Don't give up. <laughs> okay, Um, just don't let go of... um increasing yourself in knowledge i find that the more you know the more likely it, the more likely and easier it is to maintain uh, istiqoma i'm not saying that uh, maintaining istiqoma and like getting your iman 100 all the time is the easiest thing in the world like meta say we are all struggling but i think when you um don't let go of learning secret knowledge i think that's one of the um the best things uh, that you can do for yourself and also like like check your heart and check your intentions um, every single time because intention is like the root of everything um, especially like uh, yeah it, it does it, it, your, your intention is um, Sada Farina uh, mentioned this your intention is uh, a glimpse uh, Allah give, give sorry your intention is Allah giving you a glimpse of um, what is to come like if you intend um, like to do this for the sake of Allah and then you will only see success. But if you intend to macam like I don't know show off to people or to to um show the world that you're a great person then um you know that's not gonna end well. So yeah um revisit your intentions and um go on a journey to purify your heart. It's not easy of course always it's just a struggle all the time but yeah the struggle is what gets you there. Um be kind to yourself um, just keep on practicing istiqamah, even if there are people dissing your effort. Just tune out the noise. Uh, be resilient and remember that your intention, your intentions are to please uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So just remember, um, even if you fall, uh, just don't stop. Uh, just get back up and continue doing what you were doing. Um, and remember, you know, um. Allah never said that, you know, this will be easy, you know, um, test, uh, you know, from, from the time we are born to the time that we die, you know, we will, we will, we will be tested uh, all the time. So remember, you know, that um, even if you, you know, even if you find it hard, you know, the struggle, it is a test from Allah. So, you know, it is to get, get us closer to him. Um, like Farah and Raf mentioned, I think it's all about your intentions. So revisit your intentions. And for me, write a highlight for every day. It can be anything from anything small to anything big, but uh, make it short and precise so that at least you have, you know that when you meet that highlight for the day, that will be your achievement for the day. So from that small achievements, inshallah, you will um, be consistent in your hijrah. Just want to add on that um highlighting your day um is is really uh more powerful than you think it is because like I I I did like uh 
highlight of the year thing and then I just couldn't think of anything and then I realised that like it doesn't have to be anything big it can be something small and and then when I listed out everything I'm like oh wow I did that much so yeah it really does um, make a difference so don't underestimate that oh can I just add on when you make a highlight for your day um, set aside if you can an hour to work on that highlight if not an hour maybe if you really can't make it maybe the most half an hour yeah if it helps okay thanks everyone for today's uh, fruitful discussion yeah um yeah so if you like if you like our content don't forget to subscribe to our Quran Journey on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We are on Instagram as well, same handle, where we share our Quran journaling, mini book reviews, and others. We And <clears throat> to commemorate our second year, we will also be hosting a giveaway on our Instagram. So look out for our posts on Instagram to find out how you can participate. So till next time, inshallah. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.